Hi, this is Shannon from SIS for teachers.org. Thanks so much for joining us for our blog this week. It is on a MathMites recap from our first launch week. In case you've missed it, we're a little bit excited about our MathMites show that launched last week. Two new shows for every grade level, K3 per week. It's incredible. Don't let the cute, colorful cartoons fool you. There's a lot of careful thought and planning that goes in developing each show. We purposely incorporated the eight mathematical practices, and each show ties specifically to the standards that you're teaching in the classroom, maybe even this week. We have partnered with Illustrative Math, one of my favorite resources, and we're able to use the beta version of their program, which is coming out in July. Many of the aspects of their program really complements and supports what we do at SIS for Teachers. Check out all the details and supporting resources at mathmites.org. Additionally, we want to help you understand the pedagogy behind the shows so you can better incorporate them into what you're teaching. Just like with our students, we want to understand the why before the how of each episode. So each week, we'll bring you into our planning process a little bit, help you learn what each show is about, what strategies we've used, and why, and even what manipulatives we chose and why. Basically, these are your teacher notes so you can get the most out of the MathMite show. Teacher Guide, episode 213-214. For the month of January, the number and numeracy talks are key. We hope you use them, that, and they really can provide you an opportunity for engagement for your students. Use them in your classroom. Show the video. Let the teacher on the screen do the numeracy talk that day, and then just pause it so your students can stop and talk and then resume. It's as easy as that, regardless of your teaching format. Let's start off with kindergarten. The focus in 2000, or 213 is adding word problems. 214 is subtracting word problems. The I can statements are really just this. I can use objects or drawings to show addition and subtraction problems. The extension activities use the math work mats and the quantitative pictures. The beginning part of the kindergarten show really focuses on the number talk review or a numerous review with a conservation of five with a conservation of 10 to show if we can tell how many without counting. If you're not familiar with our number talks or numeracy talks in the elementary, we have some really great resources that will really help. In this episode, we're working with the 10 frame, getting the idea of flashing the numbers, the idea of subitizing, helping kids to really understand the character Dotson, who's the subitizing superhero from the Deco Dot cards. Then show kids different ways or thoughts that we process as we go through and look at this. And we're really already heard from people that have used the number talks in their classrooms and their students were already relating to the kids in the show and how they solved the problem. After this kind of warm-up, we have an engagement where all students have access to the lesson. We ask open-ended questions such as, which one doesn't belong? What do you wonder? What do you notice? The goal is to get the kids to engage with the objective without really knowing it, which is similar to what I call a lesson launch. With word problems, we want kids to have the imagery in their heads to be able to close their eyes and imagine the story. On a warm, sunny afternoon, I saw two red birds in the tree and three blue birds join them. We want to give kids a picture of what those birds look like, which will help them when they're acting out the problem. Of course, the kids know that we aren't actually going to grab real red birds and put them on our math mat, but we want to act out the story. But we can use counters or anything that you might have at home or at school to represent those birds in the problem. 
During the parts of the lesson, students are using the auditory understanding that they've heard the word problem and then they're acting it out. It's really important for kids to do where the, to, to really know where the story doesn't just end, but soon the story could continue and then they can continue acting out and they're mad. Especially in episode 214, Mrs. Gray does a great job using the forest mat and having different animals come to the forest and leave the forest, which helps kids to really apply the parts of addition and subtraction. At this level, we're not necessarily focusing on kids writing the equation yet. We just want them to get the idea of what's happening in the story. Approaching word problems like this will developmentally really be appropriate for kindergartners as well as even preschoolers. We have much more on the use of Math Talks works in our SIS for Students series, which you might find helpful. Another resource is our math talk book, which we refer to with our quantitative pictures from two of my colleagues that wrote them. And the pictures that have plenty of actions or objects that provide opportunities to, to really create engaging story problems. First grade, the focus in 213 and 214 is really identifying tens and ones. The I can statement is I can tell how many tens and how many ones are in a number. The extension activities I particularly love because we bring in our friend Value Pack and we have a fun new game called Place Value Concentration with Value Pack. And then we have Value Pack practice pages. In these shows, we're really going to be identifying tens and ones on two different levels. At the beginning of the first grade number talks, we're starting off with numeracy talks, the double ten frame. Eventually, working on actual number talks, but here we do a lot with subitizing with dots in the subitizing superhero. We want kids to be able to tell how many they see and why, but we also want them to realize that there's more than one reason why. It's not just 16 because there's 10 at the top and 6 at the bottom, but Another student notices there might be four empty in the 10 frame, or another student might have seen five, five, and one. We really focus on the eight mathematical practices here, especially practice three, getting kids to construct viable arguments and critiquing the reasoning of others. In the I can statement of these shows, we truly use the philosophy to help kids understand why tens and ones are so important. We start off with a collection of base 10 blocks or even a spill of unifix cubes to present this question to the student to get them to arrive at the objective honestly on their own. We let them do the thinking. How can we count all of these things? What do you notice? What do you wonder? Some kids might say they could count by twos or fives, but is that the most effective way? Eventually, I want them to understand why grouping things in tens is really important. I think one of the biggest things that we stress in these shows is that there isn't just one modality. We don't just need to use unifix cubes. Bring in your 10 frames because kids are already familiar with that structure. Use an abacus, one of my favorite tools to help students see the number system with 10s and 1s. And of course, bring in value pack. We wear the values on our belly so we can see what the value of each of the numbers is. While the shows in part one and part two are the same top topic, I would say the difference that comes down to is the manipulatives in the model. Part one uses the abacus, unifix cubes, and 10 frames, where the second show really we start to bring in the idea of tens and ones with place value box, putting them on a tens and ones, and really relating to how they relate to value pack. We can write it in different ways too. We have 10 base shorthand. You could write three ones and a seven tens. Um, you could show it with 73 with the value pack, or even can show the value of 70 and three. Or you could even show it with actual base 10 blocks. 
In second grade, I'm the second grade math might teacher, which is super fun. In 213 and 214, we obviously started off with subtraction on a regular and an open number line. The I can statement is I can subtract on a number line. And of course, the extension activities incorporate my friend Springling. This is my show. I started with the actual number talks, reviewing the ideas of being able to mentally solve a two-digit and a single-digit number with our friend DC. I want kids to try this mentally. Pause it. See if your kids can come up with a way they solve it. What's important here? Did your kids talk about the mental strategies and show that while they might have had the same strategy, you also could have a different way of going about it. I will tell you I struggle with the idea of the way illustrative math used the number line with actual numbers. As you know, I'm much more of an open number line person. But after some consideration, I decided to use numbers in the number line in the beginning show as kids might not be as familiar with the idea of number lines. I wanted to have the numbers in the number line to get the idea of the spaces in between number, how to count up, how to count back, really what friendly numbers are on the number line. And I think this is a great scaffold for those kids that need it. In the second show, we really stress the idea of the distance between two numbers. We even take a string and show that subtraction does not really mean takeaway in second grade, but it means the distance between two numbers to figure out the difference. Here we use the open number line instead of the numbered number line because kids are starting to start and stop with the, they can, with the open number line, they can start and stop the line wherever they want. And I think it's an important piece of subtraction. We also can help kids relate to the character of Springling. Second graders love her. They, they really understand if you tell her, hop, Springling, hop. And they're able to visualize and see the distance by counting up or counting back. Finally, we bring out our third grade program where we really start to understand the idea of groups of and fair shares. This is really using the understanding of multiplication of thinking about groups of objects and then the complete opposite where we understand division by thinking about one group that can be divided into smaller groups. The extension activities are my favorite and they're kid approved, that's for sure. Multiplication Tetris and Division Bump. I feel like I can never spend too much time reviewing multiplication and division concepts. In these episodes, we give a light introduction to multiplication and division to help see where our future shows will be going later in the season. We do start off this episode with a number talk focusing on subtraction, reviewing the ideas of Springling. We're doing a lot of addition and subtraction review in the number talks as we're learning multiplication and division. I think it's okay to not have to have multiplication and division talks when you're just learning about it. Let kids really practice the addition and subtraction to sharpen their skills through the review and see that they can construct arguments and critique the reasoning of others. Language is a big focus in these episodes. What does the X mean in the multiplication problems? Let's try not to say times. It means groups of. We can show four groups of three. But how is that going to look if I do three groups of four? We spend a lot of time with this concept using place value disks as a reliable tool. You can use the virtual manipulative or download the PDF and cut them out to use physically. Then we spend some good time on the concepts of division. What is a dividend? What's a divisor? What's a quotient? We want kids to be able to use the language and be able to act out the problem step by step with a process that will help them with place value disks so they can understand the concept behind what they're doing. 
And if you're a membership member or bonus in our Molding Math Mindsets membership, start using some folders and download the PowerPoints. You have access to all the teaching materials I use behind the scenes and the animations in the lessons. I'll be quite honest, I've overplanned for the lessons. When you're doing this TV spot, it's only 16 minutes. So in those PowerPoints, there are bonus materials that you can use if you are a part of our Molding Math Mindsets. I sure hope that you join us next week to get our recap on the shows that were launched this week. Thanks so much for joining us.